Welcome to another episode of National Energy Talk. I'm Mark Stansbury. Today marks one year anniversary of National Energy Talk. And I'm so thankful that we've had so great of interviews, great speakers, uh, those that are in oil and gas industry leaders, authors, ambassador, on and on. And I think of Rebecca Ponton, editor of Oil and Woman magazine that kicked everything off with her interview. And uh, she told about the early days she got involved and her uh, opportunities that she has had. And she's an author as well. And it just goes on from there. We, we had Dewey F. Bartlett Jr., former mayor of Tulsa. I was an intern and a staffer for his dad as a U.S. Senator uh, Dewey F. Bartlett, and uh, Dewey F. Bartlett Jr. has had his career as well and has helped the state in many ways, but his dad was also a former governor of Oklahoma. But the Keener Oil Company, which Dewey Bartlett Jr. has headed up and continues to head up, uh, was started uh, many years ago, back in 1859 in Pennsylvania. That company has been around uh through Ohio up to Oklahoma and has such an interesting history. Dewey F. Bartlett Jr., if you get a chance to listen to that episode, I think there's uh, some good history and and also some uh, issues and energy issues and views that they shared as well that are current as well. We had also Jose Becerra, Greater Houston Partnership 2.0. He's doing a great job for Houston, but also for our nation and providing opportunities for companies to come to the Houston area and uh, to develop uh, things that will help uh, as far as uh, infrastructure and things like that. So uh, Jose Basaro also has an interview that, uh, or episode that is, that I hope you'll be uh, listening to if you haven't. Uh, Gray Fredrickson. Gray uh, is a producer. He produced the Godfather movies along with Francis Ford Coppola. Gray won the Academy Award for Godfather 2. He uh, has been a producer of many films. Uh, three films are in the top uh, 35 of them of the AFI, American Film Institute's greatest films of all time. And uh, so he's an Oklahoman. He moved back to Oklahoma. His dad and uh, his granddad were involved in the oil and gas industry. Moved back to Oklahoma after living in uh, Beverly Hills for about 30 years or so. We became uh, partners called Graymark Productions back in 2001. I met him at a uh, a chamber event and we became friends and then wound up being partners on the the production side, film production side. But it's been important for the energy side because we we wanted to tell stories on a documentary uh, part of of that as well. And so we wound up uh, having a film called The Grand Energy Transition. We're producing a film right now that should be uh, hopefully out by this summer, uh, a film called uh, Sherwood Forest, and uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll be talking about it on upcoming episodes, but if you listen to the episode of, of uh, Gray Mark uh, and Gray Fredrickson, that is, uh, that, that'll tell you more. Ambassador Jordan uh, was uh, ambassador uh, during the uh, 2001, September 11th timeframe uh, in Saudi Arabia, and uh, he talks about his efforts there and what he's doing now. He lives in Dallas. Yeah, it tells about his efforts uh, overseas as well as now. And then uh, we um, had uh, highlighted uh, Stacy Huddleston, a, f- a financial expert, was on uh, only a few weeks ago. Uh, Mark LaCour, who is a uh, number one podcaster for uh, oil and gas in, in the world, 
Uh, he and Paige Wilson have a show on Gas Week that ranks number one and uh, have several million listeners uh, downloads through the years. Uh, and he does a great job. We've talked about several subjects there from, from reliability to ESG to cybersecurity on and on. And uh, anyway, I could go on and on about our, our, our guests that we've had uh, this past year. Uh, I hope you'll go to those episodes and, and look those up because I, I didn't mean to miss anyone. Uh, I could go on about each one of them, but that gives a good highlight. And uh, please go to the episodes. Um, from those episodes, we've had a, a broad uh, brush of, of energy experts and also uh, guests. And so I'm hoping that you will uh, send me a, uh, an email or text phone call uh, or in person. Let me know what you'd like to hear, who you'd like to hear from. We'll try to get that done. And so uh, I think this is very helpful for me to be able to know, get some input from you as to uh, what kind of speakers you're wanting to hear from, what subjects, what can help, uh, whether it's someone in the industry, someone that's uh, a consumer that's very interested in knowing uh, where to go when it comes to energy and the opportunities and what the what, what they need to be looking for as far as uh, information, a student looking at uh, getting involved in the oil and gas industry or energy industry and other areas of energy. Um, and so, and, and, and it's so broad. I mean, when we're talking about the energy industry, uh, as I mentioned, the different in, individuals that are, in, are involved, you know, from the media to attorneys, geophysicists, geologists, engineers, on and on. Uh, it's, it's so broad. I mean, we have infrastructure, pipeline infrastructure that's needed. We have uh, utility lines that are needed, transmission lines. We're talking about uh, a workforce development that, uh, as far as uh, technology, innovation, and, and technical skills. And uh, so we need uh, everyone that can possibly be involved. Really, you are involved. And uh, as a citizen of, of the U.S., those that are listening and those outside of the U.S., uh, there's not too much uh, that moves without energy. And so you have to have, as far as transportation or power generation, energy touches all our lives. Now, do we have all different kinds of opinions going around? Yes, we do. And that's part of the process, part of the dialogue that's needed to get us to where we, as I mentioned in the book, America Needs America's Energy, sub-theme, creating together the people's energy plan. We have to work together. We need to work together. And I would say have to work together. We're going to get, get to uh, the point of being successful. And uh, I have another uh, book. It's uh, called a monograph on a subject that's coming out uh, the first part of August. And it's a, uh, a complement supplement to uh, American Needs, America's Energy. I'll be telling more about that as we get close to August 1st. But I uh, want you to be aware of that. The book, the film. And uh, then there's another podcast that I'm working on uh, that should be announced here, hopefully around that time frame as well, as far as an uh, uh, oil and gas uh, subject as well that uh, will be uh, announced for for that time frame. So uh, please keep I'll keep you advised along the way. This year, uh, celebrating International Energy Policy Conference. Uh, this is our 30th year that. It was founded, actually. It was founded in 1992 and October 27th at the University of Oklahoma. Dr. Gus Gertsch and I uh, 
worked on that. I founded it uh, the Oklahoma Royalty Company uh, was part of this, the initial sponsorship, which is a, a president of that company. And uh, for several years, it was mainly the Oklahoma Royalty Company. We added sponsors and uh, partnerships along the way. And uh, but uh, we we've had uh, several conferences through the years, roundtables, and really leads up to National Energy Talk. Because National Energy Talk was really a is and is a complement to the IPC International Energy Policy Conference, in uh, in that we have uh, had roundtables and um, like we have this podcast, different things that that uh, we went from really just going to conferences alone to actually uh, incorporating uh, uh, social media and and podcast and other ways to get the word out. Have a column. In Oil Man Magazine, that's uh, now eight years that I've been a uh, contributing editor to Oil Man Magazine. Uh, articles in each of the magazines that come out. There's there'll be a column comes out uh, this next month, uh, July August timeframe. Uh, Energies E N E R G I E S Magazine. Uh, I have an article that uh, focus on a company that's based in uh, Texas. In fact, we have an episode on this gentleman, Matt Carter, and uh, Carter Wind Turbines, and he will be, um, uh, he was interviewed, but he will be the subject of uh, the column that will be in Energy's Magazine, his company. So that will be coming out as well. Uh, but uh, stay tuned uh, for other columns that come through Oil Man Magazine especially, but uh, I, it's online. You go to Woman Magazine and uh, look under the archives. You'll see all my columns through the last eight years, and I hope you'll turn to those. Uh, one particular uh, area is uh, geopolitical issues that I've covered. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary of uh, the uh, trip that I, I took along with uh, AAPL, American Association of Petroleum Landmen, and other groups that we went to uh, Russia. In uh, 1992, August of 1992, and uh, we'll be celebrating that at the same time, uh, reflecting on things that uh, could and should have happened uh, in relationships uh, along the way uh, when we're talking about Russia. And then uh, there's the 30th anniversary of relationships uh, with China as well. And I'll be discussing those in upcoming episodes about uh, opportunities, but challenges and what could have gone right and did not go right, the things that uh, we're challenged with today uh, that will be in the episodes discussing China, uh, Russia, and other geopolitical issues as well. Um, going back to, as I mentioned, a film that I produced as well with Gray Fredrickson was uh, The Grand Energy Transition, which was produced uh, 10 years ago, so 10-year 10, 10 anniversary for that. And um, I think it's good to see that film uh, prior to even seeing uh, Sherwood Forest. Uh, but I hope you'll be able to see both of those. And I encourage you to, to keep in touch uh, as, uh, as, as the year passes by on opportunities that way as well. Um, we have so many challenges before us, as I mentioned, and um, we, we're talking about reliability. Do we have... Uh, a solid uh, grid here in the United States, uh, three grids, uh, 
east, west, and and uh, and in Texas. And are we going to have any blackouts coming up? Uh, we've been talking about that. Uh, some say that statistics look like there may be 85% chance that we'll, we'll have blackouts this year. Uh, a lot of that has to do <clears throat> with capacity because uh, when we're looking at our energy infrastructure, energy grids, uh, a lot of the energy at this present time <clears throat> comes from uh, 80, 80% plus from um, uh, natural gas and, and coal. And then you have uh, uh, wind and solar that uh, are a smaller percentage of that. Uh, with that, uh, natural gas, especially natural gas, but, but oil, provides so many products when it comes to, for example, fertilizers for, from natural gas. That's impacting the, the food industry. It goes kind of go back, goes back to somewhat uh, the pipeline infrastructure that we were looking at from Canada to the U.S. And uh, what was going to happen from that pipeline was heavy crude. And heavy crude is very important uh, that we have heavy crude, whatever country it comes from, that would be a pipeline coming from Canada would have uh, actually had uh, refiners uh, being able to have enough oil, the heavy crude that's necessary for what you have today as far as the diesel and, and other fuels that are necessary. So um, the refineries today, we have gone from 300 or so back many years ago, uh, not actually not that long ago, to now around 124 refineries in the United States. We've gone way, way, way down. Uh, none none uh, have been built as far as a, a, a major, uh, major refinery. Refineries. In fact, one refinery it looks may may close down uh, here fairly soon. A lot of this has to do with uh, capacity, has to do with uh, uh, being able to keep up with the times, uh, the the cost of of uh, keeping the uh, different blends up to date and so forth. So it's it's a very complex uh, industry, um, and we haven't even talked about uh, when we talk about oil and gas and. Uh, uh, but a lot of times we don't really talk about, you know, like, say, nuclear, uh, which opportunities we have there. Uh, and uh, yet every every uh, subject, every fuel, every uh, alternative, every renewable have their pros and their cons. And so we have to balance those out and we have to have a reliability to make sure we have enough of the energy so that we don't have the blackouts. So we do have a, uh, you know, when I've been overseas before. Um, there would be the brownouts, the blackouts, um, especially in parts of Eastern Europe. Uh, many good years ago, that I went over there, and and um, you might be on an elevator, and you may be without power for twenty minutes, thirty minutes, or or it'd be uh, intermittent. And uh, we we've been so used to not seeing that in the United States that now we see the energy is uh, definitely impacting us all in different ways. So um, we need to look at a balance. We'll be talking about that too, about how do we balance uh, energy and, and environmental. Uh, our future is dependent upon uh, good decisions. Our uh, generations are depending on us to, to have made good decisions and, and work through dialogue and debate and to get uh, the future uh, uh, looking better than what we've had it. We've got a big uh, opportunity before us, how we create together the energy plan 
and making sure we strive for energy efficiency and environmental preservation. It can be done. There's no reason it can't be done. It's getting us to the energy transition. And we're talking about energy transition of looking from oil and gas to to wind, to solar, to nuclear, to hydrogen. And hydrogen is going to be something that we'll be talking about this upcoming year as well in more detail. Uh, we'll be talking about different legislation, regulations, uh, deregulation, different things that can, can uh, help uh, get us through this uh, energy uh, crisis and, uh, and provide uh, an avenue or a pathway and a roadmap to our energy future. So, again, please, uh, I, I'm just giving you some ideas of what's come to mind uh, as far as what I see are some of the issues before us. And they're just a small amount because we didn't touch about digital transformation or AI or cybersecurity so much and other things. But whatever comes to mind that you would like for us to discuss, please send your questions. We'll hopefully provide you good answers. And um, we'll hopefully have a, a speaker that you would like to have or if you introduce us to some speakers that you would like to have or if you know some folks that you would like to for us to uh, interview, please do not hesitate. Again. Uh, MarkStansbury.com, M-A-R-K-S-T-A-N-S-B-E-R-R-Y.com. Um, and so uh, please go there and it'll ha- it has a, uh, a contact information of how to get in touch. Uh, we need to hear from you. Uh, we work together. That's the goal. And uh, we're going to get through this, And but it's not going to be by ourselves. It's not just the state of Oklahoma or the state of Texas. It's all of us working together. Uh, to provide this plan and the pathway. So I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, again, National Energy Talk is uh, something that I hope will be at the forefront of your mind this year ahead. Uh, look forward to year two. Uh, stay tuned for upcoming episodes. You're listening to National Energy Talk. I'm Mark Stansbury. Thank you. <laughs>